Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time? Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question... Should I buy it, though? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, Though? I am the mahogany connect yeah what's going on guys uh my name is tj barry but you can call me that time i got reincarnated into the periwinkle oblivion periwinkle oblivion that is so cool that's a better title than anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah hi my name is austin and i am the lavender dissonance Ooh, that was good. Oh, that's another good one. Thank you. And we're Thank playing uh, Scarlet Nexus this week. Not nearly as I'm, good as any of our names. Yeah, I much. Oh, I would rather play Periwinkle. What was it? Dissonance. No, Periwinkle. his was Periwinkle Abyss. Oh, oh Oblivion. Although Oblivion. Abyss, is- Oblivion. Abyss is good too. But we're not playing any of those games. Uh, we're playing Scarlet Nexus, which came out for the. PlayStation, Switch, and PC. Did I get all those no. right? No. It came out on Switch. No. No. It's like a, it's a PlayStation Xbox Ooh. exclusive. It might be on oh. PC. Let me look it up. Scarlet Nexus. PS4, platforms. PS5, as well as Xbox One. Ooh. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, <laughs> Xbox Series X, and Windows. Switch. Okay, but it was PC. Okay, so everything but the Switch. Yeah. Um, mm, I nice try, for reference. I, I know. I I wish it came out on the Switch, but I played it on the PlayStation PS Five. Um, and so I am about fifteen hours in. I I didn't get to beat the game, unfortunately, but I hope to at some point. So that's how much I played. How about you guys? How far in did you get to the game? I think I'm also about like twelve to fifteen hours, but I'm like halfway through the first playthrough. Okay. Yeah. I, yes. So for me, I just actually <laughs> got done playing it a little bit before I got on to make sure I know all the things I need to know. And I'm about 11 hours inside my save file. Okay. Nice. Cool. And yeah, in case you guys didn't know, uh, this is a game where it's not just one single story that you play all the way through there's a couple campaigns here uh there's two characters one uh is a boy named yuito and the other austin remind me what is the girl character's name the girl character is kasane randall and the boy is yumito yuito sumaragi Oh, he got the last names, too? Okay. Very nice. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And, um, yeah, so I didn't, I've didn't. i only gotten to experience one of those campaigns. Like I said, I didn't beat the game. This is a Bandai Namco game. Um, and I think the best place to start off with, because I think a, a good chunk of this review will be towards combat, at least in my opinion, I think mm-hmm. it will be. Um, and then, that's, you know, the, that's the centerpiece of the game. Right. Stories the also the there. But... Um, Real quick, let's talk about the style and some of the technical elements of this game. Not too much to talk about here. I mean, it's very, very anime. <laughs> Extremely anime. Uh, character very design. Anime. Um, voice acting. All this stuff. 
it's anime. The one thing I will say is um, I, I was very fond of the world design here. Not the level design, the world design. The level design, we'll talk about that. But the, the world itself um, was very unique, very cool to look at. It's more of like a sci-fi anime that we're looking at here. And um, I, I enjoyed all that stuff. Like, there's no, there was nothing offensive about the technical elements here. Uh, I think it was 60 FPS, at least on my end. That's what it seemed like. So um, all that stuff worked well. There was no crashes or anything. So on a technical level, the game performed pretty well. Nothing to complain about there. And how about you guys? How, how was it for you? Yeah, it was pretty good. Like... I like the way it looked and all the colors and the pop and I like the sci-fi and the subtle things where it's telling you like where to go and finding around the maps and all that other cool stuff. Right. Yeah. I think I agree with that. I think pop is actually a really good word to describe it because the world really does like pop out. I think a lot of the 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 cyberpunk-esque nature of it um, with like lots of projections and neon, which now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's... I. Is it ironic that there's like never a nighttime scene really in the city so that you can like see the like true nature yeah. of like a cyberpunk setting is like at night cool. when it's like you're all right. glowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're I don't right. know why they didn't capitalize on that because like, I didn't even think of that until just it, now. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. maybe we haven't gotten there. That that's yeah. also true. So that's one thing. Um, like you said, the world design is really cool, visually very interesting, so anime, holy shit. But like, I love it. Bandai Namco is the company that makes like every single anime video game for like any major anime. Yeah. Like they've done the Naruto Ultimate Ninja series. They've done, they're also making the upcoming Demon Slayer video game. Um, they do, they literally do all of them. So they're, yeah. they're no foreigner to the, to the anime art style and integrating it into video games. Definitely. Right. And I like that um, Kenji Anabuki, who's this game's director, and Keita um, Lizuka? Something like that is the game producer. They've also worked on the Tale series, which is like my favorite ah, game series. There you go. So, I cool. appreciate it. So, yeah, I mean, again, I don't think there's too much to talk about technically here. It's uh, it, it did its job. It's anime, and I could clearly see that. <laughs> you know, nothing yeah. offensive. Like there. it looks great. Yeah, I it, guess a cool, like almost like cell shaded kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. It, it also has an anime intro. <laughs> like every time you it does it again. have an anime intro, like midway <laughs> yes, through, and also like as you're playing it, it's kind of less. It's kind of like you're reading a manga. Yeah, with the cut, yeah. with the cutscenes. Yeah. Okay, so that that's actually something that I have a complaint about. I didn't like that aspect of it. A lot of like how the story is told to you, and this could be a good transition to story, but it's told sort of like you are reading a manga. Like there's panels of it's panels yeah. happening. Yeah, it's um, and the story is played out a lot of times through these panels as opposed to cutscenes. And there are cutscenes and stuff. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, there's a lot They're of few and far in between as compared right. to the panels. Exactly. And these panel moments, they're stylized and stuff. Like I get it. They, they made a choice, but I just didn't prefer that form of storytelling because I found myself drifting off like many times during it. Like what's going on? Yeah. I skip, 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 click, click, click. You yeah. Know? I, which I is agree. unfortunate. Yeah, like I follow the panels, but like there's also times like I'm just like reading a lot and I find myself nodding off just because I'm reading the whole time. Yeah. 
I think the reading least isn't always pa- bad. It just has to be presented in a certain way that doesn't make me fall asleep, you know? Yeah. The fact that they have, like, the busts of the characters during the cutscenes, that doesn't help, I don't think. You know what I mean? Right. There's something yeah. about it that feels kind of dated to me. Like, it feels like... Have, like, I a mean, talking it, it, picture at you. Yeah, it's a, it's, it, I mean, it is an RPG, but it feels very, like, the, like, Game Boy era where it was like it was like show you the little picture of the character and that's yeah. talking and give you the text it feels very much like that which is fine it's not the worst thing possible but i'm just like this is literally a game that's made to run on like ps5 xbox one you couldn't have done pre-rendered cutscenes all the way through and it felt constant too like it was they were always popping up i'm like ah, oh, that's the thing it was it was it was every mo- most cutscenes. if not i feel like it should be the other way around i could imagine some cutscenes if they're not all that important that don't right. include super yeah, no, that's how the pre-rendered. entire game is told everything happens is usually through those like panels the panels and anything right. important that really happens is through those panels. they actually made me motion sick at one point because no image- really yes i remember i was like sitting <laughs> i get slight motion sickness anyway in general but whatever um i am not the person that they're talking to at the beginning of games when they're like if you get seizures please don't play this that's not me so don't worry however the images in the panels have a very slow like pan down or pan up that like a little bit of movement and yeah, i'm you can like control watching that it. too oddly enough like yeah and i was watching it and i was like oh my god wait is it moving or am i moving and then that made me like feel sick <laughs> that's a very weird like choice they gave like when you're at the panels because you, you usually have to press like x or something to have it continue on you can literally like move your joystick yeah and, and like it, it around tilts the screen. it and i was just like why why to what end to what effect i don't know what does this add but anyway but yeah anyway i mean like a lot of the stories told through there and i think we are in the story segment now Uh, we'll we'll probably touch on that before combat and gameplay here but the story so far is good like i'm intrigued i'm just not enthused what what phase are you on palazzo uh you said you're on six and how many hours are you in uh, I think we're about the same amount of hours, but like I just do a bunch of stuff. But I'm I, like phase six. I'm halfway I, through. I think I'm about there as well. I'm also um, on six. I did. I f- totally forgot that there are phases. I'm in phase six as well. Yeah. I just started phase six like today. So same. we're all, we're like all on about ago. we're all on about six. Um, th- of however story, many. Yeah, right. there are uh, twelve phases each thing. So there are twenty four phases oh. through both campaigns. But oh wow! Twelve phases each, so we're. I'm only halfway, halfway through. through. Yeah, <laughs> that's what and I'm saying. But there's like a lot of stuff that has happened since then. Well, I looked like, up. The game is roughly twenty to twenty-five hours, I believe, like each campaign. So in totality, it's going to be like fifty. Oh, is my guess. I thought it was thirty total. I thought I was like coming up towards the end on mine. I was like, oh, 15 hours oh, for this girl. Thirty maybe Sheet. on like one. <laughs> Dang, okay, okay. This all makes a lot more sense. But we are all about halfway through each campaign. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and the way the story is told is through the eyes of these two characters, these two character campaigns. And as far as I know, the story is dished out differently depending on what campaign you choose. Austin and I were talking about a little bit of this 
before uh, i think we run into different story events at different times uh mm-hmm. depending on the character you pick and both these characters do run into each other at certain points so uh you get to see those different uh, moments play out between the two and it keeps you interested like oh when i eventually go play this other campaign how is it going to be from his perspective or her perspective mm-hmm. how do they get there right um overall for me without going into spoilers about the overall narrative and things that are going on story beats um i do like it i do care about the main character that i'm playing as but overall i don't think the game does enough with the supporting cast and with uh the way that the story is told and the events that are told for me to be like okay i do really want to see what's going on yeah you're uh, not on the, the edge of, of your seat game. exactly like even I'll go though through the it. events taking place are it's, quite it's big. crazy right yeah. yeah like it's definitely made me so um for reference i'm playing through the male character's perspective i'm playing through yuito's mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like it, it has made me interested in kasane's viewpoint just because like you see how much like it crosses and like there's like people involved and like there's a lot going on for for you guys at home for record this game takes place in kind of like a near alternate reality kind of future um technology is super developed everybody um the main characters work for um kind of like a a military force called the osf i was gonna say contextualize it a little bit like these characters they know each other because they're both cadets yeah. through the like the government's military force because there is the looming threat of these creatures called others which I think I'm not going to go too into it because it's just like a stylistic choice that we should have talked about earlier but very interesting enemies because they're a mix of like common ho- like items like household items like there's literally a character like an other that's like a flower vase but with like yeah. legs with legs and, and it's like so, and it's and so interesting yeah so and like um, you yeah. fight everything with like mental psychic abilities like yeah. your main characters have like psychokinesis but everyone else has typical anime powers it's fire. like a fire girl lightning guy teleportation all that kind of stuff and the cool thing about this game is like when you have your partners with you not only do they fight alongside you but you can also tap into their abilities and use them to help augment your fighting which we'll talk about in a little bit so i guess my biggest question is when it comes to the story do you guys care about what's going on do you want to see this through to the end you're at the halfway point so i do just because like i agree well especially because like my whole thing is like yuito's whole thing is like he's a military boy like not even giving us away but like his dad runs the thing like yeah, basically he's, the, he's like a higher chief. up in it his older brother is like a commander so like he's and like he's like a cadet but he's like shining and stuff so he starts off and like he's this like prim and proper like this boy everybody loves and then like you yeah. dig deeper into the story he's kind of a golden like, boy like the anime yeah. trope of the boy who's like oh my gosh if we fight together we'll defeat it and he's like the stars in his eyes like it he is that to a t even though he looks like the most emo thing ever yo for real and as you like dig more into it you see like more in like the whole plot revolves around like the military and the government and the others and everything that's going on and like as you get yeah. more and more into it like you kind of see some of that shine like disappear and i think that's really interesting that stuff is cool i love a lot of the world building that's going on here with the others and the things that are going on outside of you know with our main characters all the stuff going on around them but to me 
a lot of the supporting cast and even the main characters to an extent are a little generic anime archetypes here and there, which oh, I yeah. get. They absolutely are. They absolutely are. But I'm not mad at it at all because I'm I eat that shit up. Like, again, like, I don't... <laughs> right. I don't care too much about like the side characters, even though like a big p- portion of it is like you bond with them. You learn more about these characters. And I'm I think that's you. what it is. Like they have these side missions to get you to like, this is this character and this is what they like. And this is why you should like them. I know we don't showcase them more. Right. I don't care about them too much either. And I wish I did, you know? Yeah. Um, but I guess the plot does. That's so like, but like that's very persona esque. Yeah. Persona does it a little better, though. But I mean, I, I get you. I get what you mean. Um, but is there any big things? Again, no spoilers about this story and how it's presented that really stand out to you um, in this game in particular. I mean, it's definitely a story that has been done. It's just right. the way that they're doing it is cool to look at. I definitely think the world, like you guys said, like assists in uh, helping this feel more unique and stuff. It is. It's more sci-fi rather than straight up anime fantasy you know yeah um i i think cool i think with the story just even from our conversation nick is that um i'm really excited to eventually play yuito's side of things which by the way i'm playing kasane's side i think i don't know if i made that clear that's what i'm playing right now um i'm excited to see his perspective because we even had a hard time not spoiling it for each other and me thinking back to like certain events and me thinking specifically about Kasane's view and how she's experiencing a moment. And with her, with her story, there's a lot of withholding of information, which Mm. is a spoiler maybe in and of itself. Um, So there's definitely some like dramatic irony I can already know is going to occur for me when I play Yuito's story, as well as probably when you play Kasane's, you know what I mean? Right. So that's what I'm hoping. So I think that that's a, that's the mark of a good, story a good enough story in that it um gets it incentivizes its players to play the other campaign because you know that there's information that the character you're starting off as has that the other main character doesn't and you're like oh my gosh how are they experiencing it what are they thinking of it and how do they deal with it in the aftermath that's my guess is there's like clearly gaps in between story moments for both of the characters mm-hmm. and once you go and play the other one those are going to get filled in for you and that's going to be cool i'm hoping on my second playthrough when i go over to kasane i'm going to appreciate a lot that's happened uh, a bit more than i do right now and i'm hoping by the end of this first scenario i'll like it a little bit more i, I haven't gotten to that point where i'm like i'm in love with this story i'm in yeah. i'm interested in what's happening yeah I have my predictions and stuff, but I'm like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not here for this. Yeah. I'm here for the story. is definitely play. probably like the weakest part of this game, but it's not like terrible. It's not right. terrible. No, Do you no, think no, no, it's no. going to be one of those scenarios where you have to finish both campaigns in order to see like a true ending? Oh. Um, Maybe. I enjoy those. The possible. first time I saw that was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle back in the day. Like, I definitely just that. like reached like. <laughs> At least, at least, like, the point that we just finished, if we're all around the same point. Like, we at least saw them cross paths again. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, a, hey, did you know this is going on? And it was kind of like, a, oh, so you found out? And then, like, they kind of, mm-hmm. like, peace out. Okay. Again, yeah. Maybe. That would be cool. I hope there is. Um, yeah. But That'd anyway, cool. do we have anything else to touch on when it comes to story before we move into gameplay? 
No, not really. No. No. All right. So we're going to get into the meat of this game, which I personally have uh, really, really enjoyed is the combat, the gameplay. Um, It is very Devil May Cry, very Bayonetta, um, but it also has its own personality, too. It, It is heavy combat. Uh, heavy combos, a lot of different moves that you have at your disposal. You get different superpowers that TJ was talking about earlier with your yeah. uh, psychokinesis ability and the abilities that come with the supporting cast. Um, I think when you hit R1 in like square, triangle, or circle, yeah, you get there's to different use characters mapped friends. onto those. Yeah, right. You sort of like fuse powers and you get to use their special abilities as well like you could have a fire uh attached to your regular attacks or there's like a teleportation ability that lets you phase through certain fences and objects and stuff that let you traverse different parts of the world oh yeah um, different and then, abilities like your, po- cool. your abilities even like interact with the world differently throughout right. the game and like do different things to different enemies there's different objects that you can interact with and do stuff so like it's always something exciting to do in the game right the thing that i really enjoy about is the fact that i'm like 15 hours in and they're still giving me abilities to do not even ones that i had to like unlock because there is a whole like skill tree kind of thing to get more abilities and stuff that i'm working through but like they're just like oh yeah so you had this let me just add a little bit more to it and then i'm gonna give you a little bit more of this like oh remember that ability you had now now you can do this which i think is really cool because it's I've never felt like I was grinding. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Like, I was glad to fight the enemies that I encountered. I didn't want to skip really any of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like a chore to do. One thing I'll say about the skill tree was a lot of the abilities in there were super useful. Like, I want to say, like, a good 90% of them was stuff that I utilized. It's not like a lot of those DMC games where it's like, okay, a lot of this stuff is flashy and cool. I'm only going to use about 5% of them, but... I have all these options here, right? Uh, no, so mostly like, things just to like augment your combos and make them like sicker. Right, exactly. But um, no, in this game, uh, they were all super useful. Uh, air dash, I loved. I loved when I unlocked that. I don't have air dash. You don't have air dash? Mm. I didn't get it yet. Oh, you should I didn't. Have. I didn't choose to purchase it. That was like the first thing I got. Nah, the one Kingdom Hearts that, minded, you know. Nah, I got what? <laughs> uh, I think I got the four combo chain. I got okay. the. Down. Yeah, I got the four combo the, chain as well. The down finisher. I made sure I like up my parry stuff. Nice. Um, I just got the one where I can use dual SASs. <gasps> okay. Oh, I'm excited for that one. Cool. So like that's gonna be cool. And then I, I think I got. I can't remember the other one, but it was I was super excited for it. And one thing about this game that I particularly like a lot, and Austin, this will give you a chance to jump in here, but the two different characters they have different fighting styles. So Mm -hmm. the character that me and TJ are playing as, he is very close combat, sword, in-your-face, you know, type of fighting style. Uh, Kasane is different in that she is a very much uh, ranged character, and all of her friends and supporting characters have different abilities as well that she could utilize. So she's a completely different fighting style. Absolutely. uh, I'm interested to see how, like, her... Because as Yuito... You get to use at least all of the supporting characters, even the one for Kasane's side, at least like once. Same. You do I'm get to. I'm very yeah. interested to see how Kasane uses them as opposed to how Yuito uses them. I really like Kasane when she gets support from Hanabi, which is the fire girl. The fire girl? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. 
which I'm sad because I haven't seen her other than like the one mission she's, that I that's, had her. That's, that's, she's Yuito's side, man. So yeah, even yeah. when you get electric, we get fire. Even when you go to another campaign, the gameplay doesn't feel stale. You are learning something new. There's something new available to you to figure out, right? So it's not going to be repetitive or any of that stuff. And even with the enemies, I forgot to compliment the enemy design, which I really, really appreciate. Oh, yeah. But the enemy variety and how you attack them is also very tactical in its approach, too, because some of them have these weak points that you could target. Um, which knock it down faster. They have a stagger meter, a la the yeah. Final Fantasy oh, Seven, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and the way that you approach attacking enemies, it doesn't feel like I'm just spamming a button or two. Like you're yeah. actually approaching a battle in a very unique and strategic way, which I really, yeah. really love I think about it. this combat is really, really cool because it. I think it's it's really satisfying to players because like you said it's not button mashy there are definitely combo inputs that are really important like another part of this game that's integral um as we've already kind of discussed is the use of psychic powers like Mm -hmm. you because there is the ability to just use your weapon to just use yuito's sword if you want to you're not going to get far um as well as uh with kasane her flat floating knives that's what she utilizes for her combat um but this game requires that you use a mixture of both the like the psychokinesis throwing objects in your environment as well as your um close-up combat which by the way even though kasane is ranged I found that at least for me, she's not as ranged as I would like. Because there's right. moments where I'm like, where I'm like, fuck, I want more distance from this character, from these enemies. And right yeah. now they're like right on top of me, like God, fucking move. Um, but it's super satisfying combat. It's flashy as hell. So that's a payoff in and of itself. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you put in that combo, and then you get a really awesome finisher. Which with the stagger meter, there are finishers that are enemy type specific like there are certain enemies that mm-hmm. like i've like there's one that kind of looks like um an alligator and the finisher for it kind of looks like you're wrangling it and then you like rip out its light bulb brain which is like kind of the the true weak point of these enemies um so a lot of really the combat is satisfying is what i'm trying to say and, <laughs> yes i'm glad you brought up the throwing the objects thing with your psychokinesis because there's two different ways to do that actually there's the regular mm-hmm. throwing like in control we reviewed that on the show it's very similar to that game and you're just throwing stuff at enemies but there's certain objects in the world that have a special special uses a special like uh how do you call it like a, you see like a special an, like scene play you can intera- like has like interactions Right. Yeah. I, I think you could just des- des- you could like probably describe one. I mean, there's like you throw a trash can, and then there's definitely one special one. Right. Sorry, combat spoilers. That's like I think it's like a vending machine, and you can like split it in half and then throw it back in two pieces I, onto the my enemy. Favorite one so far is um, at one point you're outside. There are buses, and like you can literally <gasps> yes. take control of the buses on and the like bus. surf on them, and then when yeah. you finish with you that jump you just throw it at throw the enemy it. as an explorer yeah. I, have, like, cool. I have two favorites one of them was a bulldozer that came in and trucked an enemy and then flung it up with its little the front part of it and threw it up into the air i thought that was funny and then yeah. there's another one i don't know what the object is but it's a big like heavy thing that's hanging up in the air you bring it down on an enemy and it like crushes them and then you like yeah. spam the square button to like bring it down on them over and over and yes. over again and it crushes yeah, to like crush them oh that's cool 
boss battles have really good special psychokinesis. Like, yeah, they oh, need yes, ones. especially like they're very when satisfying f- when you're fighting like other psychics. <laughs> yes, when you're f- mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, but it's cool it's stuff. It one complaint, cool. yeah, oh, one complaint I have about. I guess I could have brought this up in tech, but it has to do with gameplay because it affects your gameplay. Is the camera? I'm not a huge fan of Ugh. the camera here. It's to me a little jank. Um, it, it <laughs> isn't very intuitive with where I want it to go. I often find myself getting stuck at parts uh, because it just won't track where I want it to go. The which affects the movement of my character. I'm thinking I'm pushing it in one direction, and it's going somewhere completely different. The, it was just like tiny bits of jank here and there that was a little irritating. It wasn't a deal breaker; like I was still having a great amount of fun. Um, but I just wish that was a little bit tighter for my taste. I don't know if you guys ran into those problems or noticed that, but I didn't run into camera problems. But I will say, like I was fully enjoying my experience until one battle earlier, where I defeated a boss. And then nothing happened. I was just, like, running around, and I was just like, there's no one else to fight. Like, what am I doing here? And I had to restart and do the fight over. Oh, no. Oh, so it, like, glitched. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, like, it wasn't, like, a super hard boss, but I was just like, like, what's going on here, guys? Mm, That sucks. Um, Wow. Come on, Bandai Namco. Get your fucking shit together, man. (laughs) Come on, Bandai Namco. Come on, um, the camera, Nick. I didn't really have issues with the camera not going where I want it to, mostly because I'm thinking about this now as you're like saying it. Many realizations on this show. I'm very anal about my camera to begin with, so I constantly have my thumb on my camera stick in most games I play. Gotcha. Um, it's not something I let do, like happen on its own in general. I will like, I will turn the camera going around a corner before the game will because i'm like i want to i want this to be when i want it so that's not so for me it's not really an issue because i take control of it from the get-go however like you're saying it is the base game so it should fucking do what it needs to do i understand however used to it it was just you know yeah a little frustrating (laughs) the camera issue for me was the default camera sensitivity Oh my god, was far too fucking fast. Like it whipped. Oh, it right. whips around. It was like it it was just too much and I think that that helps to uh they did that as a creative choice to create um like really uh fast pacing and kinetic energy when it comes to the battle scenes. Um however, because there is motion blur in this game and you have the um you have the the ability to turn it off in the settings if you want. So it all just kind of makes sense to me. However, I had to desensitize that camera because it was too much for me. I took it down like one or two notches and now it's far more my speed. I don't know if that makes me weak or what, no, but good, that dude. that camera was whipping around and I was like, sister, calm down. <laughs> I can't see what's happening. You know, oh, something else that was a little frustrating too was... I'm sorry. I I really do love the combat and gameplay of this game. But the last thing that bothered me was in Kingdom Hearts when you lock onto an enemy and you're a little bit at a distance from it. You hit X, Sora's going to the enemy and starts whacking it. And this one, you have to be right on their grill in yeah. order to you can be locked you know, on and miss. Something. Exactly. There's a lot of whiffing going on, and I, I it was something I had to get used to. And eventually, like I figured it out, but. 
even if you're just like a couple inches away from your target, if you're not right up against them, you're like, you're going to miss a little bit. And that could get a little frustrating. To me, it killed the flow of the combat that it was trying to go for, which seemed more fast paced. And, and bigger I never really targets. Had that problem. You didn't? Okay. It, it might have been just me. Mostly just because, like, um, one of the things is just like you throw an item at them and you dash at it. So, like, that's just like my default. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But. Um, and that was something that as the game progressed, I didn't run into as much. So I think it was just like a beginning sort of thing uh, mm-hmm. where it was me getting used to it. And then eventually I was okay. But at the beginning, it was like, all right, come on now. Hit hit the I, guy I'm telling you to hit. <laughs> I, I still have the moments where I definitely whiff a little bit. Um, and I think the lock-on is probably more of a, a camera Um it's there to help the camera, like help you focus on the enemy itself, as opposed to like necessarily getting you to hit them. Right. Um, I would imagine that's what it is, since there is so much whiffing. I've never heard that word before, yeah. by the way. No, you haven't heard whiffing. That's before? a very, it's a very like fighting game term. Where, yeah, like, you, you just miss. It's like oh whiffing. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, love right. it, love it, love it, love it. Now I know. Um, yeah, lots of whiffing, y'all. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. For me, that that was combat. I, I don't have really anything else more to say about it other than if you really like uh, action games, if you like uh, more Bayonetta-style Devil May Cry type of games, and th- this is one to, to check out for sure, even Super though it's all robust. anime. Yeah, it's not like JRPG turn-based stuff. It's very, very action-heavy, um, mm-hmm. and it's cool. Yeah. It's flashy. It's bombastic. It's, it's neat. I almost um, wonder, do you think that John would like this game because of the action. No, the anime would be too an- much. He hates the anime aspect of it. But He, he didn't like Devil May Cry, so I already know Oof. he would not like this game. Oof. Fair enough. And Devil May Cry is so good. So Yikes. I think it would be a little too anime. I think he would like Final Fantasy VII, so I hope he eventually tries that, but not this one. Anyway, anything else in regards to either combat or just the game in general? We're getting towards the end here. Is, uh, okay, gameplay. I think we should also talk about, uh, would level design fall in that? Oh, yes. Yeah, Yeah, exploration, level design. um, I guess I'll, like, head it off a little bit. Take it away, Um, I guess my first, the best way I can describe it, at least from my perspective, if you guys have a better way of going about it, let me know. But this game is basically you're in dungeons. Like, that's what it is. Um, yeah. you're, you're in dungeons. It's very dungeon in the sense that you're kind of like going down corridors, you enter rooms. Um, you go down corridors, you enter rooms. Hallways. Um, hallways. Yeah. Uh, so that's basically the structure of like the the battlefield like when because there's the like i don't know what to call them the 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 what's the, what would you call the zones where you're just kind of like dilly bopping around like the city where you can't fight um what would I that mean, be called because there's a separation it's just like area like exploration areas like i don't know there's yeah. slightly bigger environments that you could kind of explore different little nooks and crannies but yeah. you're really guided the whole time through yeah this game is definitely yeah. not like catered towards a lot of exploration like it, you might hit a corner and maybe grab like a like a cool little object that you could use later but yeah most of it it's just like follow the way although i do yeah. like the fact that they don't push you towards like the the area 
it kind of just gives you like a little meter that shows you how close you are to the goal you need to get to and they're just like all right you can do whatever you want until you get here but it's just not like a lot to explore and see and it's not even like the enemies like regenerate so it's just like you hit an area you kill the enemies and then you're just like good until you continue on to the next area mm-hmm I think the gameplay saves a lot of the lackluster <coughs> level design because for me, yeah. there really isn't a lot to do here. It's not very interesting. Not a lot of stuff to do or look at, mm-hmm. uh, explore really, because I think they were so focused on the combat, which is excellent. Um, it's very yeah. much like some more like actiony uh, Square Enix games because when mm-hmm. you think about it. Final Fantasy VII Remake, the level design there isn't always that fascinating either. It just has really, really fantastic combat. Final Fantasy Thirteen, we all know how that turned out. Terrible level design. So it, this is similar to games like that, but the combat certainly saves it. Like I don't mind pushing through these barren, kind of bland levels because I'm still having fun with what I'm doing. Yeah. They're not bland visually, for sure. No, no, no. Visually, visually. yeah. Visually, they're very interesting, very dynamic. Um, there yeah. were even moments where I took a moment to like look up at the sky and saw some really cool things. Yeah. Um, however, when it comes to just like what would you say? Like they're, they're kind. Despite them being visually pretty, they're kind of flat. Like they're it's a little it's lifeless. Like if you were to go back through this game a second time, like as the same exact character, same campaign, you'd be like, oh, this part, right? Yeah. Like, you wouldn't find anything new. It's yeah. yeah, it's more of a chore then of the world versus like in a game with good level design, you're not really thinking about it because you're having fun in the area that you're in. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good description, but like Yeah. It's nothing to write home about. But again, you're it's not just you're in an area like it has a setting and you're like, "Cool, I'm going to get to my goal." As opposed to like let me look around. Let me see if I can jump off this. Let me see if I can interact with this. You're just kind of just like not really slogging through, but you're just like, oh, this is nice. All right, let me keep going. You're right. sightseeing as opposed to exploring. Yeah, exactly. But that was a good point, Austin. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> I forgot about it. Of course. Um, anything else? Or um, The music is provoked? cool. The music is very good. I do like the music a lot. Played um, it with headphones. Very, very, very fun to play. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much everything. I do think we covered everything. Um, so, yeah. Let's jump into a vote. You guys ready? I'm ready. Right. Do your buttons feel intuitive to you? Uh, not as intuitive as like a Devil May Cry, but they're intuitive enough. They are. I think it, it it also teaches you at a good pace. It like gives you a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then that eventually builds and by the time you have it all, that's I think that's part of what makes the combat satisfying is that it's not button mashing. You have to definitely have some like input intuition. Um Yeah. It's not but then overwhelming. You get a, a, no. And then you get a really satisfying combat payoff, flashy, dynamic action. Right. It's it's good. For cool. sure. All right. Well, in the case of Scarlet Nexus, how do we vote? So, for me, I do like the game. Uh, I think the combat's fantastic. That's really what's getting me through this game. The story, I was, I'm not disappointed by, but it's not the most, it's not the best one I've experienced. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's cool. I'm having fun. These characters I do enjoy 
to an extent, but I'm not blown away by what's going on here. Technically, the game is fine. It runs well. It looks good. The world is very interesting. Level design lackluster like we just talked about. Uh, But it's really the combat here that's pushing me through it. But it is pushing me through enough so to where I do think this is worth your time and money. So for me, I do think this is a buy. Just know what you're getting into here is very, very combat-centric, very gameplay-centric. And if you don't mind not experiencing a story that's going to blow your mind like a God of War then yeah check this game out there's enough going on with the combat here that i think is worth your time so for me this is cool uh, you should buy nice again um when it comes to anime games they're not really known to have great stories um (laughs) most of them are based on an actual anime to begin with um so as far as it goes to like having like an original story and stuff like it's not bad like it's not like, like, it's better than I expected, to be honest with you. And then when it comes to, like, gameplay and, like, the action, like, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like, I don't regret... I don't even regret paying it at this price. Like, I think that's... For what I've gotten so far, like, that's fine. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm going to continue to have fun. I still got to do... I'm excited to play the game over again as a different character, which doesn't happen a lot, so that's cool. So I'm definitely going to give it a... You should buy it. Nice. For me, this game is like the most solid good ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I, I mean that it's not at all by any means great, but it's it is the a best ver- seven out of ten you've played in a while. Uh, very much so. Thank you. <laughs> I totally agree. That is exactly what it is. Um, the combat, like you said, is the selling point, and it is super satisfying. That is the funnest part about it. Um, and I think the dynamic switch between one style of combat to another as you change campaigns um, will be really fun to explore. That's something that we haven't even seen yet so far. Um, but I think it will be really fun and worth it. Um, the story, yeah, is it's it's an anime story. I think... I think anime, like true, like anime fans. If you are a fan of the, and art they're literally form, dropping an anime for this game. Yeah, so. they are. Listen. I've watched two, two episodes. <laughs> Lol. Um, yeah. So if you're a fan of anime, like as an art style, as a genre of media, you're gonna like, and you like video games, you're gonna like this. You're gonna, you're gonna be familiar with everything it's presenting you. It is trope after trope after trope. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, all very familiar like there's there's the like cutesy girl who is just like super sweet and like simple and uh, you know what I mean it's all friend yeah the childhood friend the oblivious main protagonist it's all there as well as the the cold shouldered girl who grew up in a hard environment like that's Kasane (laughs) Um, yeah so anime friend yeah Exactly. Anime. This is anime to a T. We've said it before, but I'm just like really like pushing that in right now. Um, so if you like anime, you'll like it. If you like good combat, you'll also like it. Um, if you don't like an, if you dislike anime, you're not even gonna try to pick it up. <laughs> um, oh yeah. If, um, if you're someone that's like meh, if, if a story snob that I am, the story is by no means fantastic. Um, so that's like kind of eh. It's very generic. 
it is very generic. Um, I yeah the the game is a the game is a a passing a passing by it. If you're into those things, if you're not, I would I wouldn't recommend it. Like because it is a sixty dollar price point. Um, so if if you're like a diehard anime fan with and like you enjoy action titles yeah do it freaking do it right now like you're gonna love it but if those things aren't necessarily your biggest concern don't (laughs) yeah gotcha i'd agree with that i think i do too so in the case of scarlet nexus you should buy it though but only if you like anime only if you like anime all right so a unanimous vote all right nice mm-hmm. i was having and hawing going into this i'm like yeah but this but i like this but not that you know so i think like austin said a very very solid good game you know yeah not gonna blow your mind and you're not gonna be upset by it but it's like you know that was good stuff right mm-hmm. um but yeah that was scarlet nexus austin thank you again this is the third week in a row i believe yeah, you're joining us so. coming a regular oh. yeah I've you're an honorary so member now I know that. I've had so much fun and I didn't I mean this time last week when y'all were discussing what you wanted to do I didn't even know that Scarlet Nexus was on the PS4 I thought I was left out as a not PS5 owner and then you guys were like yeah it's also coming out on PS4 and I was genuinely shook you saw me and yeah. I immediately was like oh my god and when I saw that the demo was out I played the demo and I was like okay yeah I definitely gotta get this gotta play it um, and I've really enjoyed that I've done so and I'm really glad that I got to come back and talk about it Hell yeah. That's a good point, yeah, too. If, to you, if you're if you not sure about checking this game out, check out the demo, because that's definitely a good way to know if you like it or not. How did we yeah. not bring that up until the end? But, <laughs> yeah, hey, hear it now. <laughs> but yeah, Austin, again, anytime you want to come back on, you're more than welcome to. Uh, next week, I think, what did we decide we're reviewing, TJ? What, what, um, can we let them know we're Sky. checking out? Sky Children of Light? Yes. Is that what it's called? All right. We're going to be doing that next week. It was a mobile <laughs> game turned uh, Nintendo Switch game now, so we're excited to see what that's all about. Um, we'd like to thank our patron, Jerry Benetados, for your continued support. Um, and if you guys like this show, like what we're doing here, go check out our other show, Dungeons & Drimbus, which is our actual play D&D podcast. A lot of cool stuff happening over there. You could hear me and TJ doing goofy voices. Um, We're in the middle of our third season, Your Honor, right now, which is our lawyer fantasy campaign, and it is very, very fun. A lot of cool stuff going on there, so go check that out. Check out our Patreon, check out our website, and our Twitter. Uh, We'll let you know what's going on on there as well. So, um, Anything else, guys, before we head out here? No, I think we're pretty good. Austin, where can I find you? At Mr. Austin Adams on Twitter and Instagram. Also at the big fan podcast on all streaming platforms. All right. Go and give them a follow. Very nice. So, uh, yeah, that was Scarlet Nexus. And thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.